0: The I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast with John Taylor and Shan Carr.
1: Freaky Monday. Yeah, yes. Well, we're sort of the uh, tail end of a three day weekend for a lot of people. It's President's Day. It's Monday. This is the 30th edition of the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast. And so I'm working today with Brenda Vicaro.
2: Bourbon baritone sound, (laughs) as my dad used to call it, when I was seven, and I would catch a cold. Even at seven, he would call it a bourbon baritone. Yeah,
1: you're a bourbon baritone. I'm a whiskey tenor. I could hear you singing, you know, Blue Rolls, Barry White.
2: Right? That's (laughs) kind of the zone. And I catch you
1: singing along sometimes to stuff.
2: I do. But not on a microphone in front of people. Like, loud howling in the parking lot when some great song is in. Heck yeah.
1: I love going to Stacy's on Friday nights because Mark Lee is playing, and Mark Lee and I actually have a number Aww. that we do. That's great. It's You and Me from Victor Victoria. It's oh, a, fun. A, a duet. Yeah. And so we've done it so many times that we have
2: your pattern, We have your a shtick, and, and we all get all, a great. round of
1: applause from the I'm whole bar sure every time. Yeah, it's kind of our thing. I just adore him. And Among Friends is going to be doing Victor Victoria Interactive Movie Night. It's this uh, Wednesday. So that'll be at the Palm Springs Cultural Center. Have
2: fun. We love all the stuff that Eddie does. He does a good job with Among
1: Friends. And all of those Among Friends people are among the people that were out at Oscars for a monumental tea dance yesterday. Oh, my gosh. the, uh, The line went all the way around the block and down the street and...
2: Right, and that's how it is. I got there, and somebody at the front door knew me, so they wanted to sneak me in the front door. I'm like, no, they will cut a lesbian yeah. if she be cut in front. So I went all the way around to the back, and then somebody tried to sneak me in the back way. And I just waited in the line and flirted with people, and that's where I saw Eddie. It was all well and yeah. good. Had a yeah. good time at Oscars.
1: A lot of flagging going on. So, yeah, perfect weather this weekend, and we've got IBC coming up this uh, coming weekend. So much fun. And that's going to be going from Thursday through sunday at uh, hotel zoso and many many venues around uh you're just going to see a lot of bears we love our bearses and they still have passes you can get the uh the weekend pass or the vib pass uh. <laughs> very important bears at ibc-ps.com go get your fur on what'd you do this weekend i had a house guest actually who i, I noticed was in town uh, I noticed on one of those uh, apps, I was like, hey, what are you doing in town? He goes, oh, I've decided to come and hang out in Palm Springs. And I said, well, where are you staying? He says, I don't know yet. Yeah. He said, probably Motel 6 because, you know, modernism, right? Yeah, everything is booked up.
2: Including Motel 6.
1: Yeah. And so I said, why don't you just come here? And we we've, we've been friends for years, neighbors back to the Hollywood days. So it's like, yeah, just come on in. Well, and- and I,
2: I heard you had a party barge up on your tiny little patio. Oh, yeah, totally. Right. Somebody came and made risotto. So you were serving risotto and judging passersby. Yes,
1: with my judging paddles.
2: You do have some
1: dry erase paddles that you can oh, write yes. words on, so you can hold one up says "hot" and another one "mess."
2: Oh, because we used to like glue lollipops to white paper plates, and that was our paddles. But
1: judge- oh, so you had judging paddles? Oh my gosh! Oh. Have you met the cake community? <laughs>
2: Cafe San Marcos on the corner of 18th and Castro had that overhanging balcony, and we just sat on that balcony and judged.
1: Yeah, and that's what you do.
2: So I've learned that it doesn't matter what it is you're judging. Eights, nines, and tens are all anybody wants to see. Like, if they're terrible, just go ahead and give them a seven.
1: Yeah, I know. I I judge. Remember we were doing that yes. uh, Cathedral City yes. uh, drag uh, queen thing? And, like, the first night, I'd give somebody a three. I thought I wasn't going to get out of there alive.
2: No, there's no room for a three in yeah. in a small town. It's right. And
1: you know what? That's And that's the thing I explain to people when they come to this town. It's like... You've come here from LA, there are nine million people, many of them are disposable and not necessary for your life. But here in Palm Springs, be nice to everybody.
2: Yeah, You're
1: gonna see them everywhere.
2: So I did know my Uber driver on Saturday. I was hopping from my mid-century open house listing to uh, emceeing the HRC, her garden party fundraising thing. You get back that message, hey, Joshua's driving. So I thought, Joshua? And then he pulls up, and yeah, it was a friend of mine. He goes, well, I figured there weren't too many Shans in Palm Springs, so...
1: I was having a little fun at the uh, All Worlds pool party yesterday, and a friend of mine from L.A., Alex, said, Oh, I've, I've run out of beer, and uh, I don't want to, like, go get any. I said, Oh, I have Instacart. Oh, yeah. I can order it and have it delivered. And That's so amazing. And my Instacart driver pulls up and goes, Hey, John Taylor, how you doing? <laughs> and I knew him, so. I was like, Hey, girl. He
2: goes, Here's your beer. It is a very small town. I probably knew six of the people cycling through physical therapy where I was getting my PT, like I always knew somebody at the torture device next to me. So we love our small town. I also went to the Acme House, premiere of one of the brand new modernism house slash vacation rentals, uh, Astro's vacation lounge, packed with a bunch. Of, I gotta say, it's always weird to me when I walk into a big, fabulous event and it takes me a minute to figure out the people in there straight.
1: Ah, it's
2: so weird. My brain is so gayified
1: that we assume everybody is gay until proven everybody straight.
2: Everybody is gay, but no, no, they didn't have to prove themselves. You just have to pay attention. Acme House puts up a lot of the people who come to town for events that I do. So I'm always grateful to them. And um, they also had the Burger grilling up in the back of the room. It was amazing. First of all, the hamburger. I even ate the bun. Wow. I, mean, I could see those calories were completely 100% <laughs> worth having. So, props to Heyday. It was my first time, but it turns out they've been popping up everywhere and everybody's kind of in love.
1: And if you want to check out the Heyday Burger, they are a fixture now at Village Fest on Thursday nights in Palm Springs.
2: Mobile Grillers. They were really good. And then Moxie was there making a pretty fabulous cocktail as well. And I just finally recognized the owner of Moxie. I was getting my drink. I'm like, hey, were you at that cocktail challenge? He was like, uh, yeah. Like, it was at my bar. He didn't And he's say that. he's
1: a handsome guy.
2: He's a handsome guy, yeah. too. Yeah. It was good. So, the cocktails were fabulous. The weather, I mean, there must have been 100 people sitting out in that backyard around all the fires and stuff. It was perfection.
1: The weather this weekend was perfect. You could be in the sun and you were not sweating. It was
2: amazing.
1: And you could be in a pool. I, I have a little swim. Swimmers I actually, I actually oh. uh, violated the no diving rule.
2: Where, what is the temperature of your pool though? Do you know?
1: Uh, I don't know what the temperature is, but, but it's it was perfect. pleasant. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's perfect. Equilibrium is a little off. Oh, from well, the-
2: that's a well-earned I'll take a swimmer's here. Yeah. You know who else I met on a bar stool this weekend? Do tell. I met, I think her name is Jasmine and she's the gal who does like parks and rec. And I've had to get a permit from her. She's shown up when we were like trying to get like the dyke march stuff to be on the street. I've seen her at a couple of things when I did the Demuth Park picnic. But there she was like just like a normal person, not in her parks and recreational persona on a barstool with her cute little girlfriend who they just bought a house. And so that's again, I mean, all of the small town reality really showed itself in the best ways this weekend because she was charming and lovely and Her girlfriend was pretty fabulous. The thing that I was at last night was uh, Cherry Bar Lesbian Extended Brunch at Alibi. And these young gals put it together. I think there were girls all day from noon to five kind of passing through, having a little brunch. And there was another pop-off there, as a matter of fact, pop-off. It's called Popping Off Pizzas. Oh. Right? And they had two pizza ovens.
1: I should order one of those and just have it park in my space in front of my place and just have people that just do a parking lot party.
2: Well, unfortunately, this town is very resistant to any. And I, again, I did bring it up while our little uh, Parks and Rec lady was sitting there, but they are totally against food trucks.
1: Well, that and that happened. Remember the food ch- truck challenge came to town yes. from, you know, what is it? What channel is it? Uh the Food, the food Network. Network, right? And <laughs> they were looking for a place and we were, we trying, were trying to to help them yeah, get
2: right here on Arenas and they had been thrown out yeah. of Arenas the day before. So, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And they ended up uh going to where Asia SF is now. That's right. Um another person of uh, great fame was uh doing her bit to uh help uh, get the Plaza Theater renovated, Nancy Sinatra did a show Yesterday at the Plaza Theater And yes, she did uh, Bang, bang And these boots are made for walking So she did sing And Nancy Sinatra went through a, uh, a retrospective of her career And uh, life in Palm Springs back in the day when That would have been know,
2: good to see Yeah,
1: and uh, 700 people packed uh, oh. the uh, the Plaza Theater for Oh my gosh, that big makes bucks.
2: me so happy
1: 20th annual Palm Springs Modernism show and sale Going on the Design Expo over at the Convention Center We've got Electricity, the play at Oscars Cafe and Bar. And uh, that's a a fun play that sometimes happens at Oscars and sometimes happens at an actual hotel room because the action happens in the hotel room. Terry Ray is the author and star. Such a good play. And such a good person, too. Such a
2: good guy. Yeah, we're fans.
1: Sandra Bernhardt did her uh, one-woman show over at Oscars. A couple uh, nights ago. Yeah, I think it was Saturday night.
2: I saw one of my stalkers manhandling Sandra Bernhardt in a photograph. I'm like, oh, girl, protect yourself. Yeah, really. (laughs) She's harmless, but very physical.
1: I can imagine. (laughs) She can't get a selfie with you because of the restraining order.
2: Well, she does. There is one.
1: You know, the way I look at things in this town, especially during season, we have so many things going on. I look at it as a race and there's hurdles. You just yep. get over the next one. We've got IBC is uh, going to be coming up. Talked about that earlier. Friday, we all got online and tried to get tickets to the Red Dress Dress Red Party. 1500 tickets. They went on sale Friday at 9 a.m. And they were gone by 918.
2: 918.
1: 18 minutes oh, was the official sake. sellout time. And I came out of my uh, bathroom after like doing my morning constitutional. Yes. And I came downstairs and I I just happened to look at my desk and there was a post-it note said red dress. And I went, oh, I better get on. And it was nine fifteen when I got on.
2: Oh, you're kidding!
1: I barely got my ticket.
2: I know what I'm doing. I had alarm set. I had a snooze set. like yeah. For three minutes before, and then right before, and.
1: Well, last year, was out. last year it took 36 hours for it to sell out.
2: And we were shocked, as were they.
1: As, as how fast that was. Yeah. This year it took 18 minutes. It must be that the cloud computing <laughs> has gotten advanced to be able to get all those tickets sold in such a short time. People were like so bummed out. The center had posted it on Facebook by 920. It was like they're all gone.
2: So, yeah, I look forward to it. It's just after those twin engine propeller boobs last year at the Air Museum, I don't know how to top it. I don't know what to do. Somebody said jet engines to, like, hide blow dryers in there. That is great. So if they actually rotated, would that be step enough up? I really don't know. All
1: right. I have decided upon what I'm going to wear.
2: So steampunking it up.
1: I'm going to be doing a steampunk renaissance vintage tailcoat victorian gothic coat with tails and a kind of pop-up collar
2: totally cool with the little vest yeah and then the, the, the pants, will,
1: cute. pants will be sparkly or something like
2: yes, sparkly absolutely. short shorts or something yeah that would yeah. be cute
1: i might stone this jacket too i have to talk okay. to my drag queen friends i might have a stoner party oh where you, where that you put sounds the like a party that on i would
2: it. like for more than one stoner reason
1: yes a yeah. stoner stoning party where you put the rhinestones on with the with the hot glue gun and a vape and a vape. There you go.
2: <laughs> so
1: the red dress dress red party. You know what? You didn't get tickets. It's fifteen hundred people. Let me ask you this question, because this is the question that a lot of people have had in conversation after these fifteen hundred tickets sold. Yes. In eighteen minutes, and people were bummed out and they would love to buy them. Why did they get to a capacity at the it's an airport? I mean
2: Well The
1: they hangar need is to huge have
2: the, they need to know the numbers, yeah. right? In order to accommodate it. I was the volunteer coordinator running those back in the day, and the yeah. first two were at a house. Yeah. And then at a big rented estate, and then a bigger rented estate, and and then it was at, where was it? Snapshot, right? It was in that party warehouse at Snapshot. and. They have expanded every single year to accommodate. Um, so I think they're just being mindful to being able to do a good job. And you know what it is to wait in line for 20 minutes for a cocktail. That happened a couple of times as well. Yeah, that's So true. that's why they don't just put 50 billion people in a room. They need to be able to serve them.
1: Yeah, but even if you didn't get tickets to the Red Dress Dress Red Party, if you happen to be out on that night, because the party usually wraps around 11, 15, It's over at 10. Is it really over? Pretty ah, sure. Yeah. Well, the town is besieged by the yes. red dress, dress red people because they've gone to a lot of trouble for those Spent outfits. Been
2: a lot of time and money on that outfit. You're and not. We right? got some
1: serious selfie taken to do.
2: There's another fifteen hundred bitter people who didn't get in who would love to see your outfit at the bar.
1: Yeah, and they will. Yeah, yeah. They, they should actually close down Arenas the night of the Red Dress to just have like a parade of Red uh, Dress. Or just dress, some sort
2: of post-party. Yeah, right.
1: Let's, think, let's talk about that, people. Let's get that going. Red Dress Dress Red Party is going to be March 21st.
2: Before that, I've got the Rainbow Youth Summit coming up the first weekend of March.
1: Oh, that's cool.
2: And we are going to work on a project about, I think I just briefly mentioned it to you, so I put this out to our listeners as well. We're going to write 50 sentences about the history of the first San Francisco Gay Freedom Day Parade, which is what we used to call it back then. In 1978, the gay pride flag flew for the first time in San Francisco, and, uh, and the Gay Freedom Day Parade existed. It was the one and only Gay Freedom Day um, events that Harvey Milk ever participated in, oh, and he cool. was shot after yeah. that so if you have any stories about harvey we are collecting firsthand stories of people who were at that 1978 gay freedom day parade uh one sentence at a time and we're going to put 50 to 100 sentences on three by five cards at the rainbow youth summit and kids get to walk in and see what sentence speaks to them and they will say that sentence and we will clip all the kids, kids together telling that story
1: how awesome is that? Yeah. Did you think of that?
2: Actually the distribution of how to give the sentences out was off the cuff by Ron Dehart.
1: Yeah. We got some smart people here in this town and some really amazing people in our uh philanthropic circles and nonprofit circles, people that are really making stuff happen. And there's I think per capita more of that here than yeah. any place I've ever lived. Yeah. Especially in the gay community.
2: Well, it's been really hard to figure out how to talk about Harvey Milk again in a way that's engaging. So we'll make the film at the Rainbow Goose Summit and then we show it at Harvey Milk. So I have some stuff for the kids to do live on the site. The collaboration of things really turns me on. I spent 31 years alone on tour. So the fact that I could say, how about we flesh out this story and uh, tell that story one sentence at a time and ron could like add like let's do it this way and then so i would love to send a couple of kids someday to stonewall gardens to actually interview some of the people living there i'm sure there were people there who were at san francisco pride yeah
1: 58. and they just uh, celebrated their fifth anniversary stonewall gardens an assisted living facility and it's right up there by uh, toucans and I have a, a very close friend who's become an aide there and is working with uh, people and is just falling in love with the residents. And he's young and cute. So I'm sure, that, you know, when I get to That's be an old. vision yeah. of
2: that place for us, right? Was yeah. That you had a young, cute girl or guy wheeling you to your next appointment or yeah. whatever. Yeah.
1: So for people that buy tickets to the Harvey Milk Diversity Breakfast, they'll get to see the end result of this project that you're putting together at the Rainbow Youth Summit.
2: Well, and so let me put that out. I am responsible for selling a handful of tables to the Harvey Milk Diversity Breakfast. It's like 10 seats and a company or a group or a family or whatever. So I am telling you there are two events in the year that I will throw all my weight behind. And this is the longest running of them. This is my fifth year with Harvey Milk Diversity Breakfast. So please, if you want to support... 400 LGBT kids from 7th through 12th grade interacting for a day with 400 LGBT activists and educators and stuff. Please, please, please reach out to me and get a table.
1: You don't want to miss it. It really is something special. I went to the Harvey Milk Diversity Breakfast last year for the first time, and I just walked out on cloud nine because it makes you feel like, wow, we have a future.
2: Right? Yeah. And and this year, too, we're really setting it up to be mind-blowing. So don't miss it.
1: Well, guess who's here? Reporting in from the Atlantis, Australian, and New Zealand cruise, it's Brad
2: Furr. <laughs> that was a good sound.
0: That's great. It's
1: the the fairy
2: princess that he is.
1: Brad Furr is checking in our gay desert guide who is somewhere in the middle of uh, the South Pacific going up the coast of uh, Australia right now. How
0: you doing there, Brad? Good. We're actually still in New Zealand, just pulling into Christchurch uh, area of New Zealand. Now, we can't quite get to Christchurch, so we stop at a little town. We're just going into an inlet, and I did some, uh, a beautiful pano shot, both going in uh, and then following back out. So I'll send that along to you guys today.
1: So you are Christchurch adjacent?
0: Yes, we are.
2: It really is, and it doesn't matter how you take the pictures. It will never do that view justice.
0: thats I'm sure you're correct. And, and the sun is just rising here. So we are getting some wonderful shots as we pull into the harbor. But uh, a wonderful cruise so far. Um, the, The way we know what day it is, now I know it's Monday there, the reason I know it's Tuesday here is because when you get into the elevator, yeah. there's a carpet that changes every day at midnight that tells you what day it is.
2: That is correct. And we used to have to go to the elevator to know what day it was. That They've been doing that for 20
1: years. I think I need a carpet like that.
2: <laughs> they have underpants like that, but still you have to put the right ones on, John. If I wore
1: underpants, that would actually be helpful. TMI. So you're going to be out on the uh, Atlantis cruise for, about another 10 days, right? Something like that. Yeah,
0: uh, we ate seven, eight, nine days. Yeah, nine more days. Wow. Or eight more days.
1: Do you have to quarantine after that?
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so far, not. So, so far, no. But every time somebody sneezes or coughs, they certainly get dirty looks. I, I must bet tell you. they Especially do. Especially if it's a member of the crew up by the scrambled eggs.
1: <laughs> Ew! Respect the sneeze guard. <laughs>
0: We've had no incidents so far, so and there hasn't been much talk about it, really. Um, uh, there were a number of people that could not come on the cruise because they were flying through Hong Kong, and uh, they were not permitted to fly through there and board.
2: Did they know that before they flew through Hong Kong?
0: I think they were canceled before uh, they got that far, but having, having to go through Hong Kong... My understanding was that they were not allowed to, yeah. that they couldn't, they couldn't make the cruise.
2: Yeah, I would say that is a reasonable limitation. But you would assume the airlines would just, you know, fly you somewhere else to get you where you're going.
0: And I'm not sure they had the option.
2: Tell us the number one wow factor you've experienced on that ship so far. What one thing blew your mind?
0: Newish drag performer that I, you know, Shan, again, you're the, you're the expert here. Velma Celli. Have you heard of Velma
2: Nope. No idea who that is. That's a new one.
0: That show blew us away. She is actually a trained classical singer and does her own music, does her own songs. No lip syncing. And did a history of drag that was unbelievable last night.
2: Oh, how fabulous. So
1: we got to get Velma to come to um, hashtag I love Gay Palm Springs. Sounds like a perfect fit.
0: I think so, too. It'd be perfect for Pride next year. So I'm going to be talking to Ron to see if we can find her. And I'm going to try to uh, stop her today and say, what are you doing in November?
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) There's a certain producer that steals all of Atlantis's really great guests and brings them here.
1: So who knows? Maybe we know that certain
0: producer.
2: Yes, we do.
1: And they shall remain? Nameless. There we go. Nameless Productions will bring you Velma Chelli. Speaking of which, Miss Richfield is here this week, too. Oh, we love her.
2: We love Miss Richfield, 1981. She must have the new show, Bodily Fluids, or what was the last one? <laughs>
0: it's something like that, isn't it? Gender Fluids. Fluid. Gender
2: Fluids. That was Gender last fluids. year's tour. Yes. Gender <laughs> right. Fluids. Yeah. Her show is like Provincetown to Provincetown season. It doesn't start mm. new on January 1st, I think.
0: Well, how are things in Palm Springs? What have I missed?
1: Well, the red dress tickets, they sold out in 18 minutes. So we we luckily got ours. So uh, we'll be seeing everybody yes. on the 21st. Just had a great modernism kickoff weekend.
2: We did the HRC
0: Her.
1: The weather was perfect. We have the Bears coming in this coming weekend.
0: And everything's happening, even though I'm not there with my hashtag, I love Gay Palm Springs. Thank God my crew is holding down the fort.
1: Nick Singleton is covering the waterfront. He's He's everywhere.
0: Good.
2: Well, you just focus on enjoying the breeze and the ocean air and the rolling of the water. And we can't wait to see you back here.
0: Good. Thanks for letting me check in today from the Atlantis Cruise in New Zealand.
1: And we will be checking in with another I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast coming this Thursday morning. We hope you have a great week. We'll see you at the uh, Cultural Center for Victor Victoria with Among Friends, an interactive movie event.
2: And we'll see you everywhere on the streets.
1: Yes, and we're giving out free hugs. For Shankar, I'm John Taylor, and for our Gay Desert Guide, Brad Furr, thank you for listening to the I Love Gay Palm Springs
0: podcast. Thanks for listening to the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast with John Taylor and Shankar.